Hey, now, what do we want when we're craving protein or we need more energy? Not bars, not a sugary snack, not an energy drink. We want beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. That way it's tender and tasty, not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. What I'm saying is they take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein and it comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest that goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Oh, Trapper, what's your beef? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do this. Welcome to the Jungle Yearn Review. What's cracking? I am Jim Rome. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. And one quick word off the top. Fat. Fat. Go to my Instagram feed. Go to my Instagram story, actually, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. We had our once-a-year feast prior to the show. We never roll like that. So if you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you can probably see the fat coming right through my face. It feels like it. Right in my face. Spent some time getting my man cake on. I'm like, Cindy, you're trapping the fat in my face. All right, but as always, it was worth it. If not today, then when? What's cracking? Welcome to the program. All right, so the way this sets up, you probably know it already, but let me give it to you really quickly. This is our year in review. This is my last regular show of the year. Brian Weber is in tomorrow. It's not a standard show in that we run interviews out there and bang your telephone calls and take your social media, although I will take some of that if you want to take a shot, but we have to get through the entire year, and we're doing it in one show. Back in the day, sometimes we would take three shows to do a year in the year in review. Sometimes two shows. Now it is one show. So I'm not going to waste a lot of time setting it up, but I'm here to let you know this is the last regular show of the year. And then tomorrow Brian Weber is in and I'm off next week and then I'm back with a vengeance. What's up? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Good to have you all here. Welcome to the 2021 year in review. Great to have you all. Now, whether you're listening via your local affiliate or SiriusXM channel 158, maybe watching on CBS Sports Network, or if you're streaming on the Odyssey app or JimRome.com, you found a way here. That's the most important thing. Thank you very much. We have arrived at the second most important day of the jungle calendar. Most important day, of course, the smack off. We are loaded. Let's get to it. In, in the interim, once again, if you want to hit me up with a quick tweet, do so at Jim Rome. Maybe a phone call, 1-800-636-8686. And you are welcome to try and shoot me an email to Rome, R-O-M-E, at haveatake.com. If it sounds like I'm in a rush, it's because I'm in a rush. I do not want to end in August. That has happened before, too. All right. Now, with all the formalities out of the way, let's get this thing rolling. Rolling. All right, it's Tuesday, but I'm going to throw it back anyway. We have a day trip, the old stomping ground. Check it out right there. This is the apartment that, that right there in San Diego is my son, our son, Jake. 
filming a pretty epic Instagram throwback to the origins of the jungle. You should all be following my Instagram feed, by the way, at Jim Rome, if you're not already. But what that represented was a trip back to my old stomping grounds of Pacific Beach to kick the year off back in January, showing IG, the birthplace of the program. But all any of you clones want to talk about was Jake cueing me with the word rolling. Rolling. Which actually is on brand because you guys are always focused on the wrong and annoying things. So why don't we take Jake's advice and just keep on rolling. Rolling. Typically, the year in review begins with the first email or phone call or tweet of the year because the first one is the one that sets the tone for the entire year. No pressure, Rod in Florida. It's good to have you, Rod. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Jim? Good. Great. I'm calling about the Browns, man. I've been a fan since 64. They're, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm tortured what I am. Scarred tortured uh, cardiac kids from the 80s you know how it goes uh, hey rod I like are you tortured or are you being tortured during that phone call because that's what that sounded like to me maybe hit me back another time when you're not getting waterboarded luckily bill's linebacker tremaine edmonds came in with much better vibes. However, the end result sounds almost as painful as whatever the hell was going on with Rod in Florida. I mean, we approach every game like it's our last game. And uh, if you do that, man, you can have guys out there flying around, guys playing their balls off and just, I mean, it's, it, it was spectacular for me to see. Tell you what, man, those bills sound especially excited and maybe in excruciating pain. You hear that, Bill's Mafia? That's the standard. Not that anybody needs to tell you the standard, Mafia, but that is the standard that I expect from the great city of Buffalo. You all need to start calling your balls off. Come on. Speaking of a brass set, it takes a certain set to call into this show and give yourself a nickname or more more like a certain level of cluelessness and yet it happens all the time we call it self-glossing it's not allowed yet we can't start a new year without new meat for the montage tom in denver you made it what's going on tom how are you i'm good jim how you doing good great hey you know i woke up feeling dangerous today jim let's go ahead and go with tombo today yeah let's do that this dude this dude, I woke up feeling dangerous today, so let's go with Tombo. All right, Tombo. You go with Tombo. I'll go with Jim Rowe. And you just got Ladanian Toad. Because self-glossing will get you run every single time. Tombo. And in a total stunner, inevitable Nick Saban and the Tide ran the table and won yet another natty. So longtime NFL beast and noted Bama alum, good friend of the jungle back in the day, Sean Alexander came in and we got his reaction. Of course, this was the answer from Sean that drove the most reaction. Yeah, so we just found out that we are pregnant with baby number 12. Wow. And so, <laughs> so, so it's uh, Congratulations. Yeah, that all is of ours, amazing. No twins, a lot of hard work. 
And in another stunning development, we received about 100 tweets and emails from Sean Kemp, Phil Rivers, Antonio Cromartie, and one unnamed show engineer after that one. You know, you clones, you are a lot of things, but clever and original are not two of them. Y'all ever wonder why we keep the location of our studio pretty low-key? Like why there's not a giant blinking neon sign outside the front door? It's so nut jobs do not come in here and kick the crap out of my staff. And forget about Fight Island, Jim. Let's just make it happen in your studio. And after I take care of Matt, I'll put the whole Hawk vs. Rit thing to bed when I beat the holy hell out of both of them. But don't worry, I promise to leave little Elvie alone because I don't pick on pathetic kids. You know, I should take offense to somebody threatening my staff with violence, but I don't because he's funny. I mean, you got to love Rick and Buffalo, although I know a lot of you don't. I do. I do. I don't condone violence of any sort, but I can't help but support all of his threats, real or implied. I'm always pushing all of you to make it better. That dude always makes it better. Which brings me to another dude who many of you think makes it better. Hey, Rex, any interest in trying to top Rick? Hello, Rex. Hey, Jim. In regard to Herb, I get that he's won everywhere. Every other coach that's made the jump has. But this is going to end up like everything else, a disaster. And he's going to end up circling the bowl just like me squeezing out a dwarf after my morning coffee. All right, so on the one hand, Rex, props, you nailed it. Not that that was hard to nail, but you did nail it. You called it. However, zero props for, quote, squeezing out a dwarf after your morning coffee. I mean, zero props for that. Zero props. If you ate what we ate this morning before this show, you'd be squeezing out Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Don't call, Rex. But you have been a stranger, Rex. I found myself missing you a little. So January also brought the jungle an intro to Rusty in Cleveland. Two things about Rusty. One, I doubt Rusty is his real name. Two, I doubt Cleveland is his real town. And a bonus third, this dude does bring the production. Hey, Rusty, how are you? Uh, Honestly, I can't tell you how much your support means to Cleveland. I went downtown today, and I didn't even step on a needle. I feel like the luckiest man alive, Jim Rome. I had my doubts after I lost my $600 stimulus check on scratch-off tickets. Uh, I got to go. That's my parole officer at the door. War of the Brown. Come on, Rusty. Or whoever the hell you are. I've been to Cleveland. There aren't needles covering the sidewalk. I mean, I'm not saying I'd walk around there barefoot. But there aren't that many. Sweet doorbell, however. Now, every year is a rough year for the NFL refs, but 2021 has been especially brutal. You've got the garbage taunting rule. 
painful roughing the passer calls. And to this day, nobody anywhere has any idea what is and what is not a catch. But Cliff and Wisco called to tell us about the worst one of all. Let's go to Cliff in Wisconsin. I agree with you that the worst rule in sports, it may be the penile rule of turning it over to the defense when it's fumbled out of the end zone. This is Cliff from Wisconsin, and I'm out. Cliff, that word does not mean what you think that it means. I know they tell you to use your words. You misused that word. I promise you, as bad as that rule that you just described is, it's got nothing to do with penis. Speaking of meat, the What's Your Beef segment has become a show staple and one of my all-time favorite segments each week, thanks to my good pals at Old Trapper, which means we are going to hear a bunch of fire beef calls today, like this one. Now, if we had a Mount Rushmore of beef calls, which we will never have, because I hate anything that has anything to do with the Mount Rushmore of anything at all, so we'll never have that. But if we did, this would be on it. Jason in Oregon, you made it in. Jason, what What's is up, your buddy? beef? Dude, my beef is with Washington County, dude. My freaking ex-girlfriend's boyfriend held me down while my freaking ex-son-in-law beat me in the face with a f***ing stick. That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Wow. Not a very All right, good so for the record, he only got run because he cursed. He went F-bomb. Believe me, I did not want that call to end. I want to be very clear about this. I still want to know how that ended. I still want to hear the rest of that call. Jerome in Houston's slow motion beef, on the other hand, could not end soon enough. Oh, got some good beef. Vance uh, Mack, thanks for the vine. Uh, happy New Year to you and the crew. I would just say that the problem with what we're dealing with down here in the city of Houston is Thanks for nothing, Slurome. I know you're aware. That it's only a three-hour program. Funny thing is, Jerome actually started that call in 20. 1920. He started that call before there were actual telephones. My man, you know I appreciate you. Even if you are drunk or high or both. Anyway, from Jerome, we go to Jim in Green Bay. His call did not exactly get off to a flying start either. Jim in Green Bay. Hey, I'm doing great, Rome. Thanks for the phone, please. Well, Jim, you're welcome for that phone. Nice of you to vine. Soon, please call again sometime. Thankfully, we had some better communicators roll through in the month of January, such as new Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. And now it's on. I know it's a great opportunity, and I know you're going to do everything you can to crush it. Really nice to have you on the show. I appreciate making time, and I hope we can make a habit of doing this. Jim, always been a fan of the show way back from your very beginning, okay? 
as a young kid growing up, always been a fan. So good to finally meet you in person. And uh, like, I, like you said, hopefully the first of many. How cool is that? Obviously a very, very bright man. And clearly the Bolts have their head coach and quarterback in place for years to come. I'm just trying to figure out why they still carry a kicker. It's not like my man is ever going to use or need one. Good coach, though. I'm with you, coach. I got you. Now, if you're a believer in the theory, and I know I'm moving quickly, keep up before I go to break. If you're a believer in the theory that Mike in Indy is actually Jeff in Southfield, then you're going to want to listen very carefully to Jeff's song for Mike. Boom, ba-cha, boom, boom, ba-cha, boom, ba-cha, boom, boom, ba-cha. Sometimes I dream how good life would be. If I could just get Mike the hell away from me, likes Mike, ba boom, ba boom. Nobody likes Mike, ba boom. Okay, likes Mike, ba boom, ba boom. Nobody likes Mike. Likes Mike. Nobody likes Mike. Yo, Mike, you feel I cremated? You're ash in an urn, bro. How can you tell me that guy's not great? Mikey De La Cremated. Like, I never know what Jeff is going to do next or come out with next. More from that cat later on. All right, so what I want to do is take a short time out and off to a good start. Having fun with it. I knew this was going to be a good day. It's already a great day other than the fight, which is coming directly through my face. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jim Rome, if you have a quick comment or a thought about the end of the year. It is our last regular show of the year. I will see you on the other side, but first on the other side of this break, it is the year interview. So, snow is great, unless you're trying to play quarterback or drive a car. Listen, the quarterbacks are on their own. I can't help them, but Trico wipers can help you when you're out on the road this winter. Trico ice blades are specifically designed to combat severe weather and maintain maximum windshield contact we have all experienced that awful feeling when your wiper blade chokes at crunch time and it smears all that slush and all that snow into a miserable blur and then you can't see trico ice blades are built to handle the extreme elements so you can drive safely even in the worst driving conditions you see over a century ago trico was the very first to make wiper blades and they have been a step ahead of mother nature ever since then so even if it does get nasty, even if it does snow cats and dogs this winter, count on Trico wipers to give you safe, clear driving visibility. Trico, the future of wipers since 1917. To find a store near you and see all their latest offers, go to TricoCatsAndDogs.com. TricoCatsAndDogs.com. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Mentioned some brief reaction. Margo from Buffalo tweets at Jim Rome. Thanks for wearing the pink shirt today. And no, it doesn't mean I want to have S with you. Merry Christmas to you all. Whatever you say, Margo. Just know you can uh, use the word sex on this show. Sex. Coitus. Fornication. Sex with me. Quickly. 
You know I'm always looking out for you, right? Let's talk about the most creative sports betting app on the market, WinBet. That's right, WinBet. The luxury hoteliers are now in the digital sports betting space. They're offering that same five-star service that you're used to from Win Resorts, all in the form of a sports book and casino app. So whether you're playing money lines and props for NFL Week 16 or totals and live betting for the upcoming college football bowl season, WinBet has got you covered. All the biggest events are right here at WinBet, and they've even added that search bar to help you navigate Navigate the app. It gets better. WinBet is now fully integrated with Win Rewards, the finest loyalty program in the industry. See their site for all details. Whether you're playing from your phone or your computer, you've absolutely got to sign up for WinBet ASAP. Bet with the best. Get into the game. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You do have to be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It is the year in review. Let's keep moving. Listen, I never know what Jeff is going to say. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that song from last segment. But from one memorable clone to another, my gal Danica in Jacksonville always makes it better. And apparently the NFL also thinks that they, she makes it better because the NFL named her Jaguar Fan of the Year. Fans, in honor of Fan Appreciation Day, let's now welcome 11-year season ticket member and diehard Jaguars fanatic Danica Mitchell. Danica is also this year's Fan of the Year nominee for the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, Danica, let's let the world know where we're from. Duval! Our very own, quote, Danica. Danica getting the shine that she deserves. I'm just happy that she still contributes to this program now that she has hit the big time. She will never, ever big league us, just as she will never, ever stop trying to ruin tenderonies. So let's finish up the first month of 2021 by honoring a legend and a truly great friend. One of the sadder moments ever in the jungle, but we had to say goodbye to Trapper this year. He's a brother. He's a made man. We all love him. He is Trapper in Dana Point. Great to have you on, brother. How you doing, Trapper? Somewhere back in the 20th century, I think you designated me the social conscience of the jungle. And once again, it was a very rough year for anyone with a conscience here in the land of the free. If there's a guy who walks his talk when it comes to the topic of evil, Donnie, and has a seat on the bench in hell in the next life, it's Donald Rumsfeld. You want to talk about real hoes? You talk about Rupert and Fox boning out a dirty 30 pieces to Pimp Orenthal. You don't kick another man's dog. You sure don't disappoint his kids. And you sure don't pour him out another man's wife i'm a made man and you're not here's your 30 pieces of silver bring it on bitches as always trans like us babe i'm out 30 pieces of silver tramps like us my dude much love and much respect trapper much love and much respect tramps like us february started with a freaking bang Kyler Murray came into the jungle and weighed in on a gigantic piece of NFL news, the Rams-Matthew Stafford trade. Me personally, like, I, I love it. You know, I love the aggressiveness. You know, they, they feel like, you know, they're missing one piece or whatever, and, and if they feel like that's the quarterback position and they go out and get the quarterback that they want, then that's how they felt. Like you said, I can only control what I can control, but I like the fact that, you know, they're being aggressive towards winning because, I mean, at the end of the day, man, 
nobody cares if, if you're a lo- like if you're a loser, you know. So that's how I see it. So my guy Kai is taking some heat of late. However, that's still my guy. He loved that trade. You think he's going to trip? I mean, sure, now he's got to battle it out with Stafford in division every year for the foreseeable future, but he's a gamer. He nailed it. He's like, nobody cares about a loser. So now he and the Cards got to get right because a few weeks ago, they were the team to beat, and now they were just beat up by the Lions, and the Rams are closing fast. It's going to be a great end of the season. Meantime, the Eagles hired a new head coach, Nick Sirianni delivered an all-time performance in his intro presser. One of the biggest reasons that owners hire the coaches they do is to win the opening presser. Yeah, I know it's lame, but it's true. Even more lame, though, is when you get curb stomped in your own presser, especially when you're the only one playing. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're we're going to have systems in place that are easier to learn. Because when we can put that, because we, when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. Dang. That is still so cringeworthy. That is so painful. Is that an NFL head coach or the worst clone in Philly? If you want to be considered one of the smartest guys around, I don't know, maybe complete, coherent sentences are a good place to start. Complete sentences were not the issue, however, at Dan Campbell's intro in Detroit. He was just fine there. It's just that my man sounded a little unhinged. We're going to kick you in the teeth, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You know, I've said quite a bit about that clip already, and I've got a feeling that I will be saying quite a bit more about that clip for the years to come because... Well, that clip. Then again, who cares what I have to say about that clip? Who cares what I have to say about that coach? I think when we get Barry Sanders in here and he gives us his thoughts on that coach and that team, that's what matters most. I don't necessarily encourage people having their kneecaps bit off or anything like that, but um, I, I love um, I love you know Coach Campbell's uh, uh, initial press conference. But <laughs> tell you what. If it's good for Barry, it's good for me. Another thing that was good about the start of this year was having fans back in the stands at NBA arenas. Unfortunately for LeBron, not everybody was hyped to see him. Listen, let me tell you. LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out, and I stood up and I go, don't talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will you up and he started fighting with me he goes shut your mouth dumb and I go you shut your mouth see the beauty of the year in review is there are things that happen that you may not remember right did you forget about Karen did you forget Karen f-bombing the hell out of LeBron to his face right in his face and you thought that Isaiah Stewart had beef with Braun Karen easy I love the way you got your man's back but come on Why wouldn't NBA players welcome the fans back? Now, one guy that nobody has any beef with anywhere is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Everybody loves Fitzmagic. And it was frankly Fitztragic how many years between jungle appearances before he finally got back here in February. Except Fitz was not counting by years. He was counting by kids. 
and back hair. I, I look up and 10 years are gone. Does that mean I'm not present? What do the last 10 years feel like for you? You know what? I just, I don't even count it in years in, anymore. I count it in kids. So I think that was four or five kids ago for me. I've got a lot, a lot more back hair and a lot more kids since the last time we talked. My, my man, my man. I said it to him when he said it. I'll say it right now. My man. Thanks for that. I'll have to make sure to connect again before that hair on your back becomes a full-blown sweater. Now, on the topic, great guy, on the topic of connections, typically Radio Row is our best opportunity to touch base with a ton of people that have been coming through for years. This year was a little bit different, though, because COVID forced us to squeeze what is normally a week into a single day, but the day was worth it. You might recall Heisman winner Devontae Smith came in to break down why route running is so critical to a wide receiver. Seems to me a lot of guys would not put in the time that you've put into route running. Why is that so important to you? Because your job is to get open and catch the ball. So in order to catch a pass, you got to get open. Just creating that separation and giving the opportunity to catch passes. All right. So to me, that makes total sense. In order to be open... You have to get open. And in order to get open, you have to run a good route. My man, thank you for walking us through that. There's no way the clones could have ever figured that out on their own. That was actually very helpful. After that, rookie receiving sensation. Justin Jefferson told us what it's like to field praise from Devontae Adams and Randy Moss. You know, I've been watching Devontae Adams for a long period of time. Um, I'm definitely a big fan of him and to have him say that about me, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. And to have Randy Moss, you know, give me the praise that he did to sign my cliques for me and say that I'm his rookie of the year, I'm, I'm honestly blessed to go through the season that I did and to have that praise. It's honestly a blessing, man. I, I, it's crazy. Listen, I don't want to correct my guy. If he says that it's a blessing, it's a blessing. However, I might suggest a blessing is what happens every day at church. Those two dudes dapping up a rookie wideout like that is more like getting anointed by the freaking Pope himself. But point taken, JJ. Obviously, Adams and Moss were right about you because you're still lighting up the league and dropping gritties on a weekly basis in year two. One more thing about the year in review. You forget how many stars come on the program every single year. Speaking of stars, 2020 Offensive Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert, also jumped on to remind us that he didn't actually start last season as LA's QB1. What was your mindset and what was your approach to the season? That's a great question. Uh, Coach Hamilton, sometime you're going to need to be ready, Justin. We don't know when that time is, and so when that time came um, that I was going to be ready. And we didn't envision it to, to be week two, uh, but I'm thankful for him to, to kind of grab me by the neck and say this is what we got to do. All my questions are great questions, except for that one question I hit Lee Evans with back in the day. Am I right, Lee? You know what's weird? Come to find out Justin Herbert and I live in the same neighborhood, I think. I'm almost positive. He's never invited me over. Then again, I have never invited him over, but we are behind the same gate. You know, everybody also always clowns the Chargers medical staff. Yeah, I mean, that was unfortunate. But did they not do themselves a big favor? Tyrod Taylor deserved better, but you got the big dog now. Now, from the rookies or young players to the those who are very much not rookies, how about 40-year-old Andrew Whitworth of the Rams? He came in next. I pretty much asked him, my man, how 
And why the hell are you still doing what you're still doing, much less at this level? I had the opportunity to play golf with Wayne Gretzky. He said, man, look, don't get too far worried about what happens after. You know, make them rip that jersey off your back. I mean, play the game until you can't play it anymore. All right. That's something. The great one telling an NFL or to keep playing the game. Hey, listen, I get that. If number 99 gave me career advice, I'd probably take it as well. Maybe. Possibly. Then again, 99 hasn't come around much since he shouted me and the jungle out after leading the L.A. Kings to the Stanley Cup final back in the day. We're going to the finals, and I just think it's just tremendous for the uh, people in in L.A. To uh, my friend Jim Rohn, we got the karma going. All right. Certainly do. You want to talk about a throwback. A throwback Thursday. That was Wayne Gretzky in the locker room after getting to the Stanley Cup final. Of course, at the end of that week, Tom and the Bucks won the Super Bowl. We're kind of used to that idea right about now. But a year ago, it seemed pretty shocking, right? The most exciting moment of the Super Bowl, also pretty surprising. It just had nothing to do with the game itself. Second down, 20. 503 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. But now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. Down the middle. The 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Wow. Tommy B might, might be the best football player ever, but there is no doubt Kevin Harlan is the goat of calling play-by-play of idiots. Put up your pants, my man. Who get on the field. Let's take a break right now. I want to continue with this. We're already behind. We always are, but it's fun. It is fun. Get you a sports update. Our year in review continues. We are in the month of February right now. Right. Time for a sports update. Here is the latest on this Thursday. Here is Greg Caserta. CBS Sports Sports Flip. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, the year in review on CBS Sports Radio. You go ahead and do the math. It's 9.44, and we're in February. That doesn't sound very good. You know, I hate to even have to do this again and to do so so soon, but the jungle said goodbye to another very, very good friend in February. A very, very good friend. Therese, what's going on? Welcome back. How are you? Good in the box. How's it going? Thanks for having me on again. Always good to have you on, dude. Thanks so much. That one was absolutely brutal because Therese Paler was one of a kind. And he went way too soon and way too suddenly. He was in the jungle only a month before. You know, I I grew up in Detroit, first person in my family to go to college. And I was fortunate to have an amazing home structure, mother, father, loving family. And that really helped me kind of accomplish some things in my career. And my mom actually listens to you too, Jim. So I like that. You'd like to hear that. (laughs) Uh, She loves you, actually. Um, Anyway, there's definitely a sense of 
share community when we do well as a people and individually, but it's always important to remember to reach back and help others, and I've certainly tried to do that. I will say that has motivated me throughout my life to accomplish a lot of things I never thought I was ever going to accomplish. Man, my man, such a great dude. Such a great, great dude, and such a tragic story. I miss him very much. Really, really respect Therese, admire Therese. Super guy. You know, then you get back to the business of the show itself, and then you clones start to do what you clones do, and what you clones do are some regrettable things. For some reason, you seem to love any kind of tubes reference, no matter how stupid, and they're all always stupid. What's up, Jeff T.? Instead of having a Super Bowl party, we went virtual this year and partied on a Zoom conference call with friends and co-workers. That halftime show will go down as one of the worst in history. This is the one year I can't wait for the weekend to end. Beyonce grinding on a chair was more entertaining. I need a halftime show that makes me want to pretend to turn the Zoom camera off and punch the clown. What? Yeah, great, Jeff. Jeff in NYC. Listen, if you're going to reference tubes, at least do it the right way and stay tuned for a real example of that. Although I already hate that I just teased more tubes content, just as I hated this call from Jeremy in Green Bay. Hey, Matt, I'd respect you repping Canada so hard if you didn't go and style your hair to look like a porcupine's ass. And Matt, don't act like you don't know my name. It's tattooed on your old lady's lower back. Oh, Canada, you're still our little bitch. That's how Jeremy in Green Bay tried to rip a golden ticket. By swinging at the head of Matt in Van and all of Canada itself. So naturally, Matt in Van had to respond. Romy, this fat dirtbag from Green Bay isn't the first trashy American to get upset that I spend more than $9 on a haircut. Just because this incel in Green Bay is okay with cramming his cul-de-sac abomination under a smelly camo hat doesn't mean us in the first world need to give up on our appearance too, man. Clean it up, Jeremy. Woo, pig! Way to keep it tight, Matt. He took only as much time as he needed to shove Jeremy back into his hole. And he really didn't need that much time at all. This is why I always tell you to get to the point. Get right to the point, clones. It's the easiest way to avoid getting run. But there are definitely still ways to get run really quickly, like immediately. Like if you, for whatever reason, try to pull a move like this. Todd in St. Louis. Let's see. Hey, Todd, how are you? Oh, hey, this is actually uh, Wayne. Ah! It's a day one jungle rule, dude. Fair or unfair. And in fact, I didn't even make that rule. Alvin made that rule. Insult me, insult Alvin. So do not correct the host. Nobody cares who you are, Todd. Nobody cares what your name is, Todd. All right, so I did tease the proper use of tubes a moment ago. I want to make it very clear. This is it. This is the only way you can go with a tubes reference on this show. And the only way you can do so is if your name is Dan Wojcicki. I mean, it's terrifying. Like, I'm very locked into, like, trying to be in a very specific place in my home that where it looks, like, sort of professional. But every once in a while, like, you know, I'll, I'll be on the couch or something like that and, and you know, maybe in some, some sweats or something. <laughs> and you get a little nervous that you're going to get caught in an embarrassing, not like a compromising, like, you know, tubing situation, but, like, something where you're just going to look stupid. 
that guy can do that. Just don't think that any of the rest of you are going to be allowed to try to test me. Unless you become a seasoned NBA journo with dozens of quality appearances on this show already banked, you can't be dropping tubes mentions and sweatpants references or anything like that. Back to the phones. The last week of February brought us one of the most painful calls of the entire year, and it unfortunately came from a familiar voice on the program. It even had a perfect button on the end of it. And by perfect, I mean absolutely terrible. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Um, I'm pissed, Jim. I'll tell you what, Jim. All I know is that Major League Baseball, in deadening the, deadening the ball, I can't believe they did that. All I can think of is I'd want to find the guy who thought this whole thing up and stand him in front of the plate. I'd go out there on the mound, make my full wind-up, Give him a, a, you know, my hardest fastball I can and hit him right in his knucklehead. Bending the baseball sucks. Hey, Bob, first of all, saying something sucks is not a take. And the rest of that take was a complete mess. But at least it was surprising. Like, I would have expected, quote, run his ass down, run his ass guy, down. <laughs> to be extremely pro-dead ball. Pro-dead ball era. Pro dead ball players, as in back in my day, all the home runs were inside the park home runs. You know, crap like that. But apparently Bob in L.A. loves ball juice. Who would have ever known? Hey, Jim, run his ass down. Barry Bonds should be allowed to shoot as much steroids in his ass in the on-deck circle as he wants. Now listen, personally, I get my juice from my Peloton. If you've been listening to me for more than, I don't know, three days, you know that I'm still a gigantic Peloton guy. I was riding the Peloton long before they became a sponsor to my show or my podcast. But not everybody appreciates the Peloton the way I do. For example, Mark in Boston. Hey, when I'm on my Facebook and I want to scroll through hundreds of political mindless ads to melt my brain, and then suddenly I see Danny the Bag from high school who just did a 45-minute arbs and intervals peloton with some sweaty millennial named Braylon or Andy. I press my home button, and I head over to Instagram. And there's Danny the bag again, sweating thumbs up. I just did a 45-minute arms and intervals with Andy. Come join me on Peloton. So then I go over to TikTok to watch a bunch of random SoCal skanks dance to WAP. And there's Danny again doing his peloton. I don't care if you exercise, bro. Stop telling me about it. Thank you. My man, Mark. Some of us just love the product and working out and seeing the results and feeling great. But to each his own, beef understood. Beef not agreed with, but beef understood. And pretty funny. Been a tough year for my guy, Luke Walton. Good jungle dude goes way back with the program. This is why I was somewhat shocked when he hit the listen line one day unannounced with this call. Hey, Luke, what's going on? Hey, Jim. How you doing? Luke Walton here. What's up, Coach? How you feeling? What's going on? Well, I can't be too happy about last night's game. You know, we've got a lot of work to do. It's, uh, it's been a tough year. Why did you get after that clipboard with the aggression and hostility that you displayed last night? What were you thinking in that moment? You know, sometimes a guy loses his cool. Uh, it's been a little tough uh, dealing with the players, especially the young ones this year. Don't get a lot of response, and I'm just having a little bit of trouble reading. Hey, li- hey Luke, really quickly, what's your middle name? Uh, Pearl. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> that was actually the no, best fake call we had all year long. Yeah, Luke's whole Darth Vader voice down. 
I just can't get over that this dude guessed that Pearl was Luke Walton's middle name. Pearl. How random is that? By the way, the answer to that question is Theodore. Luke Theodore Walton is welcome to call in whenever he wants. All right, we're coming back with more. We are already way behind, but we're having fun. It is the year in review. It continues. Stay tuned.